What's going on, guys? Super special Contractor Secrets podcast today. This is a sales training that I did uh, about six months ago, and I figured it'd be cool to put it on here for you guys to listen to. We really hit the full uh, in-house sales process. So uh, yeah, I think you're going to love it. Uh, it's really in-depth. It goes through my entire sales process. So listen in, take notes if you can. And uh, shoot me with some feedback. Hit me up on Instagram at Contract Coach and let me know what you thought about it. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Let's start with uh, just thanking you guys. I'm going to give you a sales training on not only uh, your pre-sale, your during sale, and your post-sale. So really, it's just kind of giving you a system, a cookie cut, cut and dry system that you can implement in your business to help you profitably price your jobs easily. And also give you some word tracks that have helped me um, in my painting business. Uh, this is the stuff that I teach. Uh, who am I? My name's Tanner. If you don't know me, um, this is my painting crew. A couple of these guys aren't with me anymore. It was just a really good picture. So I put it up there, uh, but a majority of them are. And uh, this is, you know, our brand premium painting. We're here in Florida, central Florida. A um, couple things about me, just so you know, I'm the owner of premium painting. Um, in about four years, I've done about 3.5 million in uh, house painting sales. Uh, we only do interior and exterior repaints. So uh, we have 13 employees right now. Um, only again, only interior and exterior repaints. We have a 300 five-star reviews across all channels. Uh, very passionate about educating contractors, um, founder of the Contractor Seekers podcast, founder of Drip Jobs, a CRM for contractors. And uh, you guys probably know me now as the admin of that big group you guys are all in. Uh, and I'm a husband and a father. So pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So um, the 595 rule. Okay. So some of you guys might've seen some people post about this. Okay. So let's talk about it real quick. The 595 rule was created because I come from a sales and marketing background and I didn't really understand why people would not hire me when I would do a good job. I came presentable. I came on time. I wanted to make money and I also wanted to provide a good service. And I didn't understand why people would say these things. You know, I would, I would have these questions, you know, why won't you buy from me? What are you looking for in other companies when you tell me that you want to get more estimates? Why do you need to get more quotes? Why do you think my price is too high? And I had these questions. And, you know, when I first started my business, I was so analytical about pricing. And I would spend so much time trying to figure out the perfect quote because that's what I thought the customer wanted. How many of you guys spend quite a bit of time coming up with price? Is that one of your yeah. guys' big things? You? Yeah. Okay. How about you, Scott? Oh, yeah. Trevor? yeah, man. You guys work not so much, Trevor? You got a pretty I got good a pretty system good. down for I got price? a pretty good system. Love it. Yeah, I love it. So you're already ahead of the game, you know, for me and, and many others, man, that was a big hurdle for me was understanding how to really dial in pricing to where I wasn't wasting so much time. So this is the old way, man. This is coming up with linear foot. This is coming up with pricing for every single thing we're doing, localized failures, caulking, labor hours, like all that stuff is just a headache. And this is kind of what it looks like, man. The Charlie meme from always sunny, man. We're just trying to like come up with this perfect price 
And what we're really missing is this strategy is actually good for GCs and for homeowners association managers and for businesses that really want to see exactly where their money's going all the way down to the dollar. And we have to realize that homeowners don't buy that way. So we have to actually come up with a new process and a new system to deliver our quotes to homeowners in a way that communicates with the way that they buy everything else in their life, which is in most cases, emotional, okay? Businesses buy things with financial decision-making, homeowners buy, th buy things with an emotional uh, buying process. So way too complicated and uh, directionless was, was the old way. And probably, you know, if that's what you're doing now, we're out of there, we're gonna try something new. So here's the new way of estimating, okay? We're clean, we're concise, and we're dialed in. And when I say that, what I really mean is that we're directing the sale, okay? And, and if you're showing up to houses and you don't have an exact word track of exactly what you're going to say from start to finish and how you're going to direct that sale, then ultimately you do not have good results, okay? And I'm not saying that's why you're here, but I'm glad that you're here because I want to help give you a structure. I want to help give you the right questions. I want to help give you a strategy that you can not only implement, but duplicate when you hire someone to do this for you. So you can focus on other things because you are assuming a role right now. And you probably assume many of them as a business owner, not only salesperson, administrator, I know Trevor's got a pretty good office admin, but still project manager. There's some different things that you guys have. Sales takes up a lot of time. Okay. We want to try to streamline this so you guys focus on bigger, better things. All right. So here's some old beliefs. And if you guys believe some of these things right now, just give me a nod. So, you, so I know I'm not crazy. Um, number one, we probably think, Hey, I have to be as detailed as possible. That's what my customer wants. Okay. That's an old belief that we're no longer going to have. Number two, I'm afraid to underbid. Okay. Old belief. When we're afraid to underbid, we sit there, we war game the price, we war game the situation, and we start getting all sorts of crazy about the, the, the quote. And we, we, we don't, we just, you know, it just trips us up. If I measure everything, I'll be accurate. So you're sitting there measuring every single thing in the house. Anybody going crazy with the measurements? Anybody? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Try not going to do that anymore. All right. Yeah. I mean, we're going to come up with a simpler way, right? We're trying to measure everything. Okay. I don't even have a tape measure. All right. So I, don't, I haven't used a tape measure in years. All right. I, use the more a laser. I, spend, I don't even have one of those. The more I spend time, <laughs> the more time I spend on the details of the estimate, the better chance I have at selling the job. Okay. Wrong. The more job related questions I ask, the better. Okay. So when we go to a house guys, and all we're talking about is the project, that's what everyone else is doing. And we, we know this by now, our customers are like deer in the headlights. And really when they can't make a good decision based off of anything other than price, what do they do? They just go to price and that kicks us out. So what do we need to do? We need to be different than the other guys. All your, all your competitors, 99% of painting contractors go in there and all they do is start talking about the project. I'm different. I don't talk about the project. They know I'm there to paint. They know we're going to do a good job. We're going to talk about something different. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to build some value and we're going to sell the job. All right. So here's our new beliefs. Okay. Customers care about one thing, guys, you got to get this. This is a new belief. They only care about the price. They do not care how you came up with the price. I've done over 2000 estimates. Okay. No one has ever asked me how many gallons of paint do I plan to use? They don't care. They just want to see the price. Okay. Is everybody cool with that? You guys adopt that new belief. Awesome. If you only sell the job, 
you become comparable on paper. Okay. Remember that that's your new belief. If all I'm doing is talking about the job, all they're going to do is look at two quotes with the same scope and they're going to pick the cheaper one. Cause it would be insane for them to pick the more expensive one. If all you did was talk about the job. Building value is the only way to sell jobs for more. That is it. That's the only way that you're going to get people to pay top dollar for your services is to build value in why they should pay more for your service. Guys got to lock that in. And I'm not pushing product. I'm offering solution. Okay. Sometimes when we're getting a little crazy, we want to sell that job. Maybe we're being a little bit pushy. We want them to say yes. And it kind of comes across as you're pushing your service. What we need to do is we need to frame it as a solution to their problem because everyone has a problem. We just got to fill the void. Okay. So the new motto is the 595 rule. No more estimating guys. We're going to start selling. Okay. So what's the 595 rule? We're going to spend 5% of our time. Okay. Actually, this is backwards. Uh, it, it should actually say 5% of our time is actually estimating. And then 90, 95% of our time is actually building a relationship with the customer. Okay. So before, I don't know if you guys had a pie chart in your mind of how much time you're actually spending working up price, but maybe it was flip-flop. Maybe we were spending 95% of our time talking about the job and talking about the specifics of the quote. And maybe 5% of our time was actually spent with the customer. Anybody, anybody there? Okay. So our focus needs to be 5% of our time is now focused on the price, which we're going to figure out an easy way to estimate anything. And then 95% of our time is focused on spending time with the customer, getting to know their needs, their wants, desires, and fulfilling those needs, wants, and desires. Okay. Sales secret. Number one, making a purchase is an emotional decision. Okay. People tend to buy from who they trust and who, who they believe will provide the most value for their money. Okay. Everybody wants a good deal. No one's just going to give money, more money for no reason. So our job is to create value and I'm going to teach you how to do that. Okay. That's how we get people to pay more. If you, if I give you a hundred dollars as my contractor, I'm hoping that I get a hundred dollars worth of work. Okay. But if you prove to me that my investment in you is actually going to yield a greater return with an intangible value, which means that you're going to showcase something different that I can't quantify. I'm that much more excited to give you the hundred dollars. Cause I feel like I'm getting a good deal. Does everybody grab that concept? Mm -hmm. You guys understand that? Awesome. So here's our focus. Okay. Build trust. We want to build trust by asking the right questions and providing the right solutions. So a good salesperson knows the answers to the questions that he's asking. Cause he's the one asking the right questions. So you got to know your questions that you're going into the sale with. So you can provide the, the right answers to them. Okay. Give you guys a quick analogy. When you go to a restaurant, you know, the system, there's a hostess there. They're going to sit you down. Someone's going to ask you for drinks. Then you're food order, then your dessert. You guys know the system. What happens when you go to someone's house? Is there a structured system? Do you have a process? Okay. We're going to start with these questions and then we're going to go here and then we're going to go here. And at the end, you're going to pay me just like at a restaurant. That's what we want to create. So we want to create this quote unquote tangible start to finish experience, but we want to do it in an intangible way. Number two, become likable by building value. What makes you more valuable than the competition? You know, what, what is that one thing that you offer that somebody doesn't? So they pay more for you. Chances are guys, 90% of the time, I'm more expensive than everyone that gives them a quote, but they still go with me. Why? Because we have a system, we have a structure and I can grow my business because, and I can give raises and I can make more money because I'm selling jobs for top dollar and people are okay with it. 
there's a reason why we got to figure that out. I'm going to give you my, my reason. We want to guide the sale experience, guys. This is an experience that you're giving. You're not just showing up and doing an estimate, okay? That's what they're expecting. They're expecting someone to come to their house, look at the job, and give them a price. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Everybody agree with that? Mm -hmm. they, yeah. they, they, don't, they don't value you. <laughs> like, that's the thing. They don't value you. Some people say, yeah, come look at it, right? Just come look at it, okay? No, no, no. I'll wait till you get there. When will you be there, right? Because you know that going to look at it, what does that mean? They just want to look at a number, right? So we've got to give them something else. And if you're not doing this, I mean, forget about it, okay? So let's talk about some characteristics of a great sales experience, okay? So let's talk about it. What makes people want to spend more money? What's that thing, right? Number one, okay, why would I spend more money? The focus is about the customer-specific needs. I'm spending more money. If you focus on me and my situation, I'm spending more money. Time isn't wasted. Wow, you came here and you didn't waste any of my time. Every bit of what you said was dialed in and accurate. And we didn't sit here going back and forth. This was a great experience. Barriers are overcome. Things that you know as contractors that they're dealing with as buyers, you've found a way to provide solutions to those problems. We'll talk about those. Number four, the customer feels listened to. So you've listened to what's going on and you've provided solutions to those things. Customers educated. We're not selling. We're educating as to why we're worth paying more. That is our focus. Why am I worth paying more? Why am I worth paying more? Why am I worth paying more? That's what you're there to do because you can sell the job for half the price you're about to quote it for and get it, right? So what we need to do is, hey, this, I'm showing up to show you why I'm worth paying more. That's our focus, okay? They feel confident that the value of your service is in equal or greater proportion to what they will receive in return. We talked about this. I give you $100. You've proven to me that you're worth 100 of my dollars, okay? But if you show me in some way that you're worth more than that $100, I'm going to give it to you way quicker, okay? And that's what we want is we want that quick reaction of making the fast decision to pay way more for us than it is a lot of psychology behind this are you guys enjoying this so far is this is this somewhat helpful yeah man it's good love it okay that's great. Yeah, great stuff awesome okay this is making sure man making sure all right so you can't provide a solution to a problem you don't know about guys okay so here's question one when we enter a house this is our number one question here what's the story you guys might, and that, that's the question what's the story and it's the nicest way to get to the motivation Hey, what's the story? Why are we here today? You know, and you probably may already know that, but let them tell you again, this is about them. You're creating an experience without them even knowing about it. Again, I'll ask you guys, how, how many times have you actually went to a job? The customer, you knocked on the door, customer looks around and says, yeah, we just want the outside painted. And you say, uh, okay, well, that's great. Uh, have you, you know, you know, have you, any questions about anything? Like, no, no, it's fine. You can just walk around and do it. How many of us have just walked around and did it and and sent the quote, right? I mean, that's yeah, happened before sure. all of us probably, right? Yeah. So what I do is, hey, how you doing? Okay, great. My name's Tanner. And they'll say, yeah, 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 just do it, right? And I'll say, oh, well, let me ask you, you know, what's the story? Why do you have us out here today? Let them open up to you, right? I'm in the sales business, guys, okay? And this is what grows your company. You've got to be a salesperson. You cannot be an estimator. You're no longer estimators. You're salespeople and salespeople get people to talk. When people talk, they tell you how to sell to them. So that's what we're trying to do. What's the story? 
And this is why it's important because if you guys don't know the story, you're selling in the wrong direction because there's many different reasons why people want their houses painted. Okay, so let's talk about them. Here's some reasons. HOA letter, all right? Homeowners Association letter, right? You guys might not know this, but maybe they're dealing with a situation with the HOA. Would you, uh, would you treat that person differently than somebody who <clears throat> is just ready for a color change and doesn't have the HOA on their back? Would you treat that situation differently? Absolutely, right? So you got to know what the motivation is. Somebody that obviously just hates the color and wants to change it is in a much different buying mentality than somebody that's got the HOA on their back and they just want to get it done, right? So we got to know what the story is. Ready for a color change. Hates the colors. People hate sometimes. I don't know how that happened, but they hate the color. They got to change it. It's driving them nuts. Rotting in repairs, okay? Fading, moving on moving or moving in, moving out. Okay. These are two reasons why people, you know, I'm moving out of my house and moving in my house. Okay. Now we have to identify the motivation behind these things. Two types of motivations when people buy needs and wants. Now, you know that there's a difference. HOA letter, that's a need. They're going to get fined ready for change. That's a want. They just want to change the environment. That's a want. a little more passive of a buying process, a little more emotional. Hates the colors, still a want, even though that they, they want to get it done, still a want. They could have had that for years and they're just like, oh, I hate the colors, still a want. Rotting in repairs, uh oh, that's a need. Okay, oh man, this wood's rotting. You know, you can probably tell in most cases what, what if it's a need or a want, but sometimes a little tricky. Fading, need, moving in, moving out, need, time based, investment based. Okay, hey, I'm moving in, I'm, I'm getting ready to move into my house, I need it done. Or, hey, we're getting ready to move out. You, they can't sell their house unless you do it, okay? So all this is important to know so when you're framing your sale, you can utilize the right strategy to get the sale. Does that make sense, everybody? Everybody good with that? Yeah. All right, cool. So here's the solution. HOA letter. Obviously, we're going to emphasize speed, how fast we can get it done, right? Okay? Now I'm speaking their language. Tanner, the HOA yeah, they're on my back. Well, you know, just so you know, Mr. Homeowner, you know, I think I can move some jobs around. I may be able to get, get to you within two weeks, you know, if everything lines up. Who's, who's ahead of the race? Who's providing value against somebody that just went there and walked around? Okay. Everybody's got a different situation. You've got to deal, you've got to dial in what that situation is. Ready for a color change. Okay. They're more concerned about quality. Oh, that's great. You know, color change is awesome. But let me tell you what you're also going to get we use a high quality paint and I could tell that just you wanting to change the color of your house. You probably really value what's going on there. Let me tell you about duration. It's a really good product. It has a 25 year warranty, right? A little bit different. Okay. Rotting and repairs speed. Hey, Mrs. Mrs. Homeowner, this is getting pretty bad here. You know, you wait any longer and you know, this could actually seep into the drywall. You know, I'll be honest with you. I have an opening in, within about two weeks. If everything lines up, I mean, just let you know, I mean, this is getting pretty bad here. We don't want any mold. You know, being honest, not being manipulative, guys. This is all integrity here. If, it's, if you see it, call it. Make sure they know about it. You're creating urgency, okay? They may not know that, so you got to make sure that you're there as the superhero, okay? Fading speed. If the house is fading, we want to get that taken care of. Oxidation, moving in and moving out. Obviously, speed and efficiency. You guys got to know this. So when somebody calls you and says, hey, you know, even over the phone, you can utilize this strategy. You find out what the need is or the motivation, Hey, we're moving in. Okay, great. You know, when are the movers coming? Right. That's different than, okay, well, what type of house do you have? And you know, Hey, when, when, when are the movers coming? Are you going to be that person that actually makes their moving process easier? Okay. 
how much more can you invest in somebody's specific situation to make them feel valued? People will spend more money for that, okay? Overcoming the color barrier, question number two. That's the biggest barrier we have that stops people from buying. So we need to identify it right away, okay? How many of you guys offer solutions to people that have trouble with colors? Yeah. Scott, you do. Trevor, I know you do. How about you? How about you, Dustin? You guys doing anything for people yet? We're doing color consultations. Who's doing them? You? Mostly. Okay. Are you guys doing them yourself? Yeah. Mostly. Sometimes I'll have I'll have my rep okay. come out with me and help out, but okay. Awesome. So, so guys investor mentality here and creating an experience. Hey, actually there's this uh, local decorator that we partner with and she's actually going to spend an hour with you at your house. She's got a license in actually home decor um, and she'll come over. Okay. So my suggestion is partner with a local decorator. They love the extra income. It's so easy for them. It's an hour. You know, they make a hundred bucks. Sometimes if they're really good, 150, but what are they doing? They're probably going to upsell for you while you're there. You talk to them and say, Hey, if you see ceilings that need to be done, you can prepare them. Hey, they didn't go for the trim, but when you get there, can you go talk them into it? Hello. I mean, come on. These are secret sales reps going in, really helping <laughs> you. And of course they're going to listen to the expert. Yeah. You should really do your trim. Uh, duh. Okay. So guys, come on. We got to invest the extra hundred you got Dustin, you're at the point now, bro. You should not be doing color consultations. You guys need to out outsource this. Your time is way more valuable. And you're, you're I mean, I, I love all of you guys. We're probably not as good as a, as a, as a decorator. I like um, that. So we want to, we want to hand it off guys, hand it off, but really it's about the experience. Okay. Thing about it is, is if we create the experience, Hey, I'm coming back. That's cool. Hey, actually, if you hire us, we're going to actually send a licensed decorator to come over and sit with you. How often do people get a chance to sit down with a licensed decorator in their lifetime? How often? Probably not often, the average consumer, right? And we're giving them that experience. Pretty cool when you frame it that way, right? So again, separation, guys. This whole training is about separation and what we can do to be different because the job is going to be the same. There's other people that are going to paint the freaking house. We've got to create the best experience and we'll get paid more to do that, okay? That's why people go to Disneyland. Answers, yes, we have. Yes, but not sure. Yes, we need the HOA to approve it. No, we need help, okay? These are the four answers you're going to get whenever you add. We know the answers to these questions, guys. That's what I'm trying to show you. I'm giving you the questions. I'm giving you the answers so you can provide the solutions to the problems, okay? Is everybody cool with that? Everybody understand this? <clears throat> right on, all right? So here's the reality of the situation. Solutions. Yeah, we have colors chosen. Awesome. Well, let me give you some samples. Have you put them on the wall yet? Come on, guys. You know it's valuable, right? If somebody comes to you with those paper cards, you know, we don't, you know, you know what, if you hire us, we'll actually give you three samples of the colors you like, just to be sure you like them. Oh, honey, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Cause those cards, you guys know how it goes. All right. Yeah. Yes, but not, <laughs> yes, but not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I think we do, but not sure. Awesome. Offer the consultation. Yes, but we need the HOA to approve it. And you can tell they're stressed about it. No problem. I'll tell you what, I'll type something up for you and I'll hand deliver it to your HOA. No problem. Wow. Okay. Talk about separation right there. Okay. No, we need help consultation. So we're providing solutions to the questions. Okay. It's, it's really that simple, but when you think about it, you know, hopefully you guys are starting to see yourself doing this with your customers. It makes sense um, because these are the, these are the barriers they're running into. Okay. And then this one's for us, closability. We kind of want to gauge, can we sell this job today? And the focus is we want to be able to close on the spot. Now, a lot of you guys are still growing your business. 
in the first two years of my business, every estimate was, was sold on the spot. I'm able to scale back now, but I do believe the first two years of your business, every single estimate should be sold on the spot. That is how you hyper grow your business because the closing ratio is always going to be higher. Okay. So how soon do you want this project done? And you want to just gauge a couple answers as soon as possible. No rush. Whenever you can do it, getting more estimates. Okay. You guys see these four answers here? When I hear those four answers, I know I can close them today. The only answer that tells me that I can't close them today is if they're getting ready to leave Florida for six months to go up north. That happens very rare. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it when we get back from, you know, from going up north. You know, other than that, anyone who says these things, including getting more estimates, I'm going to teach you guys how to overcome that objection is, uh, is a possibility to close. Okay. So here's the solution. Just going, showing you guys that everyone's closable today. All right. So here's, here's where we're at. Let me kind of fast forward here, show you guys where we're at. Okay. We asked our three questions. Number one, we asked, what's the story? We identified that, let's say they have a need. Number two, we identified that the colors, you know, are a hurdle for them and we're providing that solution. Number three, we asked them, Hey, you know, what, when are you wanting the job done? They tell you, you know, we'd like it done, you know, as soon as you can get to it, that's, that's the goal. So we're excited because we can close it. All right. So number four, we're still standing in their front porch here. And we're like, okay, well, let me ask you, um, are there any concerns you'd like to address with me? Would you like to take a walk around? This is for exteriors. Okay. Here's the thing guys, both for interior and exterior, this question is so powerful. And I'm going to give you guys an example because you guys are all going to nod. Um, and I paid attention to this when I was in the field doing this. Anytime I asked this, they would point out the one thing that bothers them the most. Okay. Every time. All right. They would either point out the oil stain on the ceiling. They would point out the nail pop on the ceiling. They would point out the little drywall repair that they hate to look at. Guys, am I, am I speaking truth here? Mm -hmm. Everybody's got that one thing, you know, that, that just drives them nuts. I want that information. I want to know their, the thing that brings them the most pain so I can provide a solution to that. So I just say, hey, is there anything you want to point out to me? And they might walk over to the wood and they might say, yeah, you know, this wood is just like, really rotting. And I just, I, I need someone to help me fix it. And there you go. You're locking that in because you're going to use that um, as leverage when you're getting ready to sell the job. Okay. So actually, yes, we have a couple things here um, as examples. Okay. So what we're doing is we're giving them small bites of information, right? So we're doing little questions here and there, and we're really just preparing ourselves for a sale. Okay. So, all right, before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our process, right? So they walked around, you pointed out a couple of things. All right, really, before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our process, right? So I'm standing in your driveway. You've, you've obviously showcased to me what your concern was. And I'd say, all right, cool. Before we get started on the quote, let me just show you, tell you a little bit about how we operate and what am I doing here, okay? I am taking the, the answers to the questions that they gave me and I am forming a response with those answers to those questions, okay? So the first thing is they told me, and I'm gonna give you guys an example, okay? Customer responses here. Number one, rotting wood. They were worried about future damage. Number two, they didn't choose colors yet. They need help. And question number four, they asked about the longevity of the paint job. Okay, so what I'm giving you guys an is an example here of the, the answers of the questions, okay? So here's what I'm gonna say. And I'm just gonna give them the solutions that I told you. And I'm trying to do this in a way that you guys understand. So that's why I keep going back to make sure that, that I'm catching up. So I'll say, hey, yeah, our team is made up of four team members. And this is definitely our ideal job. Um, just showcasing a little enthusiasm. And I'm saying, here's the thing, you know, I know the wood rotting is a major concern of yours. So I'm hoping we can get in here fairly soon to get that taken care of for you. 
And then in terms of color, one thing you'll love about us is that we offer a free color consultation. It'll be worth your time uh, with our decorator, Donna. She's awesome. And then, uh, you know, the paint we use is Sherwin-Williams. So it has a great water resistant properties to prevent this from happening again anytime soon. You know, so I asked my questions in the beginning. They walked around with me. They showcased what was bothering them. And all I did was give them the solutions to the problems that I know they have. Okay. And in the eyes of a consumer, they're thinking, man, this guy's on it. But they told me. It's very simple, guys. Okay. Everybody understand that? Everybody getting this so far? Is this too deep? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Pricing the job, guys. Let's get there. All right. So that's our pre-sale. We've done those. We're just asking questions, providing answers. We're overcoming barriers. Let's talk about pricing the job. Okay. Here's cost-based pricing. That's the way we price jobs. It's based off of our cost. Every one of you guys should have a different price if I asked you all to come to my house. Every one of you guys. Okay. No one should have the same price. Okay. Your price is 100% dependent on your costs. So Dustin, if you have three employees, they cost different than Trevor, his four, his three employees. And then Scott, his three employees. Okay. And then Sean, his three employees, Boris and Matt, you know, they're all different. Okay. So we got to understand that that's what our pricing is based off and it always changes. So if you guys give raises, you can't have prices that stay the same. That doesn't make sense. They should fluctuate with your margins. Okay. Pricing is marginal, which means they change. All right. You must have a general idea of what your team is capable of. Only you guys know that what your team can, can do in a day, two days, three days, four days, five days. Okay. Square footage. That's what we're using. It doesn't matter. It's just showing the customer, hey, I used your square footage to come up with this price so you don't look like an idiot. Okay, so that's what we want to use square footage for. Square footage has absolutely nothing to do with the price. Neither does wall space. Nothing. Linear foot, nothing. Okay, that's the old way, guys. We want to come up with a new way. All right, and we're going to use a calculator to configure this pricing. And that's the calculator, okay? So here's the thing, real quick. We're going to come up with a scenario. And uh, what I want you guys to do, we're going to use the calculator. I'm going to switch over here. And I'm going to say the scenario is 2,500 square feet. Okay. We're going to say that the labor cost for our company is, 20, is $80 an hour. The burden rate is 20%. That includes taxes. And we're going to, we're going to say that our total, total labor cost is $100 an hour total. And we're going to say that for this specific job at 2,500 square feet, okay, it's four days. And we're going to use 25 gallons and we're going to use $50 a gallon paint. Okay. So I'm going to switch over here, guys, so you guys can see me use this app and I'm going to walk through it with you. Okay. So now is, now is when I want you guys to open up the app. Okay. All right. So can you guys just give me a thumbs up when you see my screen with the app on it, please? Yep. Cool. You guys see that? Awesome. So I'm going to walk through it. All right. And I'm going to show you guys how this thing works. It's going to save you so much time. Okay. First things first, we want to go over to the labor tab and we want to enter in what we're paying our team members. Okay. In my scenario, it was $80 an hour. Okay. And that's before taxes. So I'm going to zero these guys out here. All right. This is for like a big team. Okay. All right. So right now at $20 an hour, okay, we're at $60 for, or excuse me, $20 an hour for three painters. That's $60 an hour. Okay. And what we're going to say is that we have 20% workers comp and taxes to factor in. Okay. Is everybody good with that? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that puts us in an adjusted hourly rate 
of $72 an hour. Okay. Everybody got that. We're doing $60 an hour and then we have taxes and stuff to figure out that puts us at 72. So if you guys give me a 2,500 square foot house, watch how easy it is for me to price this job. And I expect questions here because this is probably different than what you guys are doing. So please feel free. Okay. All right. So the first thing is I want you guys to look at this estimated labor hour here. Okay. That's where it comes. That's where this comes in to say, Hey, you got to know your team and you got to know what they're, po what's possible out of them. So when I look at a house, all I'm thinking of is how many days is it going to take my three guys to do this job. Okay. And what I'm thinking is that each person is going to take three days, obviously. So 24, to, 24 hours a person, and you just put 24 right here. Okay. That's it. You're just putting 24 right here. So you're saying that your three guys are going to take three days, 24 hours for each person. Okay. Very simple. Now, how much paint are we going to use right here, guys? Estimated gallons. I told you that we're going to say that it's 25 gallons. Okay. So you're looking at a job. I'm going to need 25 gallons on that exterior. My guys are going to take three days to do it. Okay. I'm going to zero this out. Okay. Those of you who use subs, we can still use this calculator. Okay. Price per gallon, $50 a gallon right here. Okay. All right. So what did we just do in four seconds? We came up with all the costs associated with this job. Okay. In four seconds, not even I'm explaining it. I would have ripped through it a lot quicker. All right. So check this out, guys. What we're looking at is down here at the very bottom where you see total cost. Okay. I got a total paint cost on this job of 1250. So what you guys are seeing here is all that is, is 25 gallons multiplied by $50, 1250. And then I got a total labor cost of 1728. All that is guys is 24 labor hours multiplied by my total labor hours of 72. Okay. Super simple. So again, to reiterate my point, our total cost for the job is 2978. Okay. Again, three day job. I know my guys, they'll get this done in three days, 25 gallons of paint. I know how much paint I'm going to need guys. It doesn't take long to figure this out. Okay. Cause you guys know your team. All right. And you should hold them accountable to these metrics here. Okay. So what we're looking at is a total cost of 2978. All right. Now this is where it gets good. Okay. Now what we have to do is we have to present this to the customer. So how do we do that? Well, we use square footage. Okay. And we show them, Hey, your house is 2,500 square feet. We're charging you X amount per square foot. So what we're going to be doing here, and I'm going to zero this out here. These are for extras. We'll cover that in a second. So what we're looking at here is a price per square footage right in the center. Okay. So what I'm saying is at $1.75 a square foot, the total price for this job is $43.75. So I would say Mrs. Homeowner. Okay. For this project, it's going to be $1.75 a square foot. And the total quote is $43.75. But wait a minute. If you guys look here, that's only given us a 32% profit margin based off of that price. So wait a minute. That's a little too low. Okay, but let's go over here to tiers, guys. Super simple. So if we go to exterior pricing tiers and we put in the profit margin that we want, it'll shoot out the price. So let's say, for example, I put in 32%. That's going to put it right where it was that you guys just saw. But let's say I want to make 45% profit. Okay, I need to price the job at 5,400. Let's say I want to make 55% profit on this job. I can go as high as 6,600. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a happy medium. I want to make 50%. That's what I shoot for on all my jobs is 50%. So in order to make 50% on a job that requires me to use 25 gallons of paint to spend 
three days worth of labor for my team, okay? Going back here to tiers, I need to price the job at 59.56, but I'm not just gonna go, hey, Mrs. Homeowner, it's 59.56. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna find out what that square footage per dollar is to get to 59.56. So let's see, $2 puts me at, let's see, five grand. I gotta go a little bit higher, $2.20, 55. Okay, $2.30, 57, almost there, $2.35. Let's see if that does it, 58, $2.40. Okay, a little bit too high, so $2.37, I think that's it. So I'm cool with that. So I would go to the customer and say, hey, your house is 2,500 square feet. It's $2.37 a square foot, and it's 59.25. And I know my numbers now to know that that's a 50% margin. Do you guys understand that? Is that a simple way to estimate? You guys got that? Okay, so mm -hmm. let's talk about presentation, guys. What you're looking at is drip jobs, okay? And what I'm doing here, I'm building out the quote and showing them that. So essentially, I'm going here to the quote and I just pick someone randomly. I'm creating a proposal. Now, how many of you guys do proposals on your phone or do you do them when you get home? Do it on my phone. You know, on your phone okay so uh, i'm going to show you the go ahead trevor what are you doing i do them at my office on the computer you do it at your office okay yeah. so again if we're trying to raise that closing ratio we want to knock them out on the phone we want to get them to them in person okay so all i'm doing uh, in drip jobs is going to add line item and i'm going here to exterior painting okay you guys can use any estimating software for this but again you know, there's really nothing like this. So essentially what we have already loaded in here is all of our preparation for an exterior painting job. I don't need to go and type all this stuff that we're doing. We do the same thing every single time. Okay. So what I'm doing right now is I'm going to go here. And what did we say? It's 2,500 square feet, right? And it's what? $2 and 37 cents a square foot, right? Okay. Just like that. All right. Hold on one second. All right. Just like that. $2 and 30 cents a square foot. Guess what? Guess what my price is 59.25. Okay. Just like that. Okay. Mrs. Customer. I'm going to go here, send it as a text message. Done. Now they have it in their face. As soon as I walk to the door, Hey, check your phone. <laughs> you know, it's right there for you to review. Okay. Just like that guys. All right. So going back to, I'm going to just go back to this real quick. We're going to do an interior quote now. Okay. Interior is a little trickier. All right. Let me go back to interior here. Okay. Does anyone have any questions on that exterior quote? No. Pretty straightforward, right? We're just looking at our costs and we're coming up with a price that associates with those costs. Everybody got that? Yep. All right. Somebody give me a scenario. Tell me a square footage and tell me what you want painted inside of a house. Ceilings, walls, trim, doors. 1900 square feet, white ceilings, white trim, accent walls. Okay. 1900 square feet. You want how many accent walls? Uh, four bedrooms, so four accent walls. You want an accent wall? I'll say three bedroom. That's what? a little. Yeah. Right, three, yeah, that's pretty tight for 1900. So you yeah, want, was... so 1900 <laughs> square feet. So you want three accents, right? And you want ceilings, walls, trim. Yeah. Doors All too. Right. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, man, you should add the doors. It looks good. 
All right, cool. So watch this, guys. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to price this out perfectly to Dustin. He's going he's gonna to have to put down a deposit when I'm done. So the first thing is I'm going to go to my labor, guys. I'm going to leave it the same so you guys can see. This is my same crew, all right? And that doesn't change unless you give raises, all right? So first things first, I think we would all agree, and if I'm wrong, you guys tell me, three guys should be able to complete this job in three days, 1,900 square feet, right? They should be able to paint ceilings, walls, trim doors, maybe four. I think with the accent walls, it adds an extra day. Would you guys agree? Maybe four days? Yep. I think yeah. that's fair. Trevor, you're a veteran. What yep. do you think? Yep. All right, cool. So four days, pretty simple, right? Can anyone tell me how many hours each person is going to work for four days, eight hours a day? 32. 32. You got it. 32, right? All right. We already know my cost. So how much is that going to cost me, the business owner? 2,300. You guys get that? I'm 2,300 in. That's the way I see things. That's how much I got to pay my guys, 2,300 bucks. Okay, cool. How many gallons are we going to use? Okay. Um, go ahead. This is your, this is your example, Sean. How many gallons are you going to use on a 1900 square foot home ceilings, walls, trim and doors with accents? How many gallons total? Give me a number. Um, probably going to use max 10 for the seven for the ceilings, 10 for the ceilings. Walls. Say 10 to be another, safe. Yep. Um, walls probably same color. 10 to be safe, maybe. Yeah, I was yeah so I'm thinking 12, maybe seven but, for uh, seven for the body and then three accents, right? We need three separate gallons, yeah, so like 10 for yeah. walls, right? And then I would say if we're spraying the doors, that's a gallon and then trim, so maybe two. So let's be safe, guys. Say 25. Everybody cool with 25 total? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With that? All right, cool. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put 25 gallons in here just like that, okay? <gasps> Check it out. Let's say we're getting, getting it for $40 a gallon, all right? So here's the thing. Now I have all of the cost that I need to price this job, guys. Reality of the situation is the, the total cost for me to do the job start to finish and I went higher on my paint, okay? $3,300. Would you guys agree I could sell this job for $3,400 if I wanted to? Yeah. I could, I could, right? I, and would I almost automatically get a yes? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? So that means you guys can sell the job for 4,000. So it's not so much a matter of Again, the quote, guys, we came up this price instantly. We have a price and all yeah. of you guys are saying that they're going to hire me. And I don't even know what the house looks like. And you're all agreeing that because we understand that the, the, the numbers here say that we're breaking even as a company. Okay. We've done our homework. We know that we know the profit behind that zero. Okay. But what do we want, guys? We want to create the profit. So let's go back over to our tiers and we're going to go to the interior part now. All right. So how much profit should I make on this job, Dustin? What do you think? 50% minimum. You cool with that? 50%? Everybody good with that? How about we say it's, you know, we want to just be favorable. We'll do 49. Everybody cool with 49% coming in at 64, 75. Everybody good with that price? Yeah. All right, cool. So here's how we're going to do it. All right. We're going to go like this. We're going to go to our interior just like that. And they want everything done. So we've got to, we got to find a way to get to our magic number of 6475. And I'm a firm believer of breaking everything up because it makes it look like the job is not as big as it really is. 
in, in a psychological way. So I want to show them what the pricing is for the walls. I want to show them what the pricing is for the doors. I want to show them what the pricing is for the trim. And I want to show them what the pricing is for the ceiling. So check this out, guys. I got to get this 64.75. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to $1.35 for the walls. I'm going to say that I'm charging a dollar for the ceiling. I'm going to say that I'm charging 75, 75 for, the, for the trim. Okay. And I got to get the 64.75. So let's say um, I, I charge an additional... 600 for the doors. So let's get it. Oh, it's right here. 600 for the doors. Okay. One, two, three. Zero that out. I got to do this here. So let's say we're charging 10. Let's say if 10 doors, we're doing $50 a door. That puts us at 500. Okay. So that means that our total price here is 58.90. Okay. We still need a little more. So let's up the price of the walls. We're trying to get to 64.75. We're almost there. But didn't you tell me that there were three accent walls? Yep. Okay, so we got to itemize those. We told them they're $100 each, right? Something like that, right? So we're going to go to our extra charges here, and we're going to put $300. And look where we're at, guys. The total price now, actually on the left-hand side, it went a little higher. I'm moving kind of quick. Let me break it down again. So we'll go to 75. I was looking at the right one. 6475. Right there, 6500. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. Everybody good with that? You guys see how I came up with that? Pretty simple, right? The pricing does not matter. We just got to show it. We need to know what our margins are. We just got to show how we got there. So let me, let me show you guys real quick how, I, how I'm going to present this price. So I'm going to go here uh, to uh, Drip Jobs here and let me delete this one. I'm going to show you guys how I break it down, okay? So you can see that we got this deal in proposal pending delivery. So what I'm going to do, watch how quick I rip this out. And I'm going to do it on the mobile app so you guys can see how quick you can price jobs and maybe save some time for the family at night, because you guys are probably hammering out estimates all night, trying to trying yeah. to get it out there. Anybody working late? Dude, I got to do one right after I'm done. <laughs> right after you're done, right? So what am I doing, guys? I'm going to the Jobs mobile app. I got 1,900 square feet, okay? And what did I say the walls were going to be? $1.50 a square foot. So watch this. Okay, let me plug that in, $1.50 a square foot. On to the next item, okay? I already got my trim loaded right here, Okay. 1,900 square feet. Do customers care if trim is priced out in linear feet? Yes or no? Does anybody want to answer that one? No. No, they oh. don't. So I price them out in square footage because they don't care. So you think I'm going to run around with a, with a wheel measuring trim? Are you kidding? All right. So let's go to ceiling. Okay. Ceiling was 75 cents a square foot. Okay. What do we say? 1,900. We got 75 cents square foot. You guys see, I'm hammering this out. All of my preparations already built in here, guys. I'm not sitting here typing this up. Okay. And what do we say? We got doors. How many doors are we doing? 10 doors at 500? Everybody, is that, is that what we said? 10 doors, $50 a piece? 10 doors, $50 a piece. Hammering it out. Okay. Last item right here, guys. Okay. What did we say? We have to get accent walls in. I'm going to add that in. Just put accent walls. Okay. Three accent walls and $100. Put a little note there, three accent walls and $100. Everybody see that we came up with 6,500 there? Uh -huh. Okay. How uh -huh. long did that take? Not long at all, right? Do you guys like this estimating process? Yeah, it was quick. Quick, right? I was at, I was at $4. <laughs> What's that? I said I was at $4. <laughs> that was at $4? <laughs> I was at $4. Oh, you were at $4? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You're at $4, but if you really look at your numbers and you really identify those margins, you could be over overpricing, right? And that's not good. Like if you dial in and you try to hit 50% on every single job, 
Right. Okay. That's a great margin for a company. So you might think you need to sell it for $4, but when you plug in your actual costs in here, dude, yeah. you could be closing so many more jobs at 50% right. and be like, damn, like I'm missing out on opportunity. I am really overselling. And the worst thing you could be doing is underselling. So I'd rather you be overselling than underselling. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, guys. Okay, cool. So what I'm going to do now, as I, as I, as I navigate this, guys, you know this, I'm actually going to send this to you. Um, send us myself. So we're going to send that. We can send it through email or text. And what you're going to see here is that we have a pipeline inside of here that automatically follows up with them uh, in the event that they, so you can see now that this person's in proposal sent, it says that we sent the quote for 6,500. You guys can go here and actually see that quote and they're entered into a follow-up sequence to be followed up with for 30 days, just like that done. Okay. That's what drip jobs does. Okay. So going back here to our training, man, we're wrapping up. I hope you guys are getting some value of this. Um, I'm jumping in now to the presentation and closing. Okay. This is where the money's made guys. We've, we've, everybody follow me so far. We did the initial, we answered the questions. We came up with the price using the calculator. Super easy. Would you guys agree that this is a way faster way than you've guys been estimating currently? Yes. Yeah. All right, Scott, do you think you're going to use this up there in Canada? My friend? I'm thinking about it. Oh man. Cool. I hope so. I hope so. All right. So we're going to get into price presentation and closing. Okay. First thing is we got to know our numbers. All right. Going back to the calculator. Let me guys, let me show you guys what's going on here. And again, this is why this calculator is so powerful for you. Okay. So we're going to go right here to the calculator one more time. All right. Here's the thing, guys. You remember these pricing tiers over here, right? We're going to use our interior example. Okay. And we're going to say, actually we use our exterior. That one's pretty easy. So Let's say we came in at 30% as the low end and 40% is the middle guy. And then 50% 50, 50 was the high guy. Okay. So we know that we could sell the job for 30%. We absolutely know that and still make 30% profit. Actually, that's really good. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, okay? Cheap, but good. But we also know that we can sell it for 4,900 and we also know that we can sell it for 5,900. Okay. So when you know your margins, you have leverage. So when somebody comes at you, when they tell you your, their budget, you have the knowledge of what your bottom line is. You might be able to negotiate that and you might be able to get the job and still be happy at a 48, 49% margin and feel good when you walk away because you know your margins, you know what the costs are going to be. Okay. So let's go back into it, guys. Almost done. Wrapping up. Thank you for hanging with me, man. I hope you guys are getting value out of this. So looking here, overcoming objections. How many guys have heard this? Please let me know. Hands up, thumbs up. Okay. We have to think about it. Anybody? All right. What do you guys normally say to that? Anybody, any, anybody say anything? I mean, do you guys just kind of walk away and say thank you for your time? Of course you got to think about it. Yeah. 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 Of course you do. Right. I, 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 throw my hour here. I would too. Oh yeah. man. Don't ever say that again. Please don't. You just, here's the thing, man. You know, the reality of the situation is this is why I came up with this because I didn't understand why people had to think about it. I answered all the questions, right? I'm proving that I'm going to do a great job. I know I'm the best solution for these people, right? I think we can all agree. If you're showing up to a freaking sales training at almost nine o'clock at night, East coast, and you're sitting here putting your time in for your business, you clearly are the best solution for your customer. No one else is doing this right now. Okay. Reality of the situation is, guys, you've got to have that conviction and you got to have enough conviction to not only believe in yourself, but to convey that conviction so much to them that they start to adopt your belief in yourself. Do you guys understand that concept? Yeah. Okay. I don't want every right. single customer I go house I go Agreed. to. Agreed. Agreed. But want, there are customers, you know, Trevor, that I do know that you do want. And I do know that in order to grow a business, 
Okay. You need to sell as many jobs as possible. Okay. Cause it saves you, it saves you money on marketing and it also saves you time. Okay. If you could close every job that you, you go to, I mean, it would help, but we just want to have the strategy. So I'm not saying be pushy. Obviously if there's some customers you don't want, obviously walk away, but I'm, I am saying that you got to know what to say in the event that you do need the work. You guys cool with that? Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So check it out. So my answer to this is, okay, I understand. May I ask you a question? Normally when my customers tell me that it's usually because our price is a little higher than our competitors. Did you have a budget in mind for the project? Did that sound invasive? Did that sound aggressive? No, no. I'm just saying it's being real. Let's put it out on the table here. I'm higher than what you thought I was. And I'm higher than the competition because if I did everything right and you're still telling me no, then what does that mean guys? What does it have to be? Price. Price. Of course it is. Price. So let's get there. Let's talk about the big elephant in the room, the freaking price. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense? Awesome. All right. So here's the last part here. Okay. We still want to get a few more quotes. Have you guys heard this one before? Yeah. Sean, you probably heard that one. Trevor, do you, you got come on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So if we did everything right, guys, what do we know? It has to be the price. We want to get a few more quotes. Okay. Well, obviously we're going to say the same exact thing. I understand that. May I ask you a question? Normally my customers tell me that it's usually because our price is a little higher than our competitors. I suggest you guys screenshot this because this, this is the statement that's going to make you guys a lot of money. Okay. I'm being hundred percent honest with you. If you hang in there, just one objection, you will see an instant closing ratio increase. Okay. Everyone walks away here. Everyone goes home. You just drove there. All right. Probably late too. And you're not leaving with a check and they're just price shopping you. I mean, come on, you got to at least hang in there one time and see how it works. Trust me. I wouldn't be up at nine o'clock at night doing this if I didn't believe in this process. And it would, I mean, come on. I, I just want you guys to get this one. Okay. All right. So next the budget will tell you everything. Get the budget. Everyone will tell you their budget. If you ask, everyone does. It's natural. Okay. They might squirm and get weird, but they'll say a number. Guarantee it. All right. Yeah. We were hoping to be around 4,000. You guys know how many times I've done this. Okay. But here's where the pricing calculator comes in. What did we say, guys? Let me go back to the pricing calculator. Okay. They tell you that budget and it's between your margins here. You have a sale. You hundred percent have a sale. If they tell you, if I come in at five grand, Trevor, and uh -huh. yeah. customer tells me four grand, and I know that I'm at 35% at four grand, I'm still going to, I'm going to get the sale hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. But obviously we're not going to just go there, right? We got to have some strategy. We're not just going to give away the money. Come on guys. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't bring you here to disappoint you with that, that freaking point. I'm just saying, you got to know, okay, I have a sale here. How do I bridge the gap between what hey, they think it's worth? Oh, baby girl. Okay. What, what they think it's worth. Okay. And what we want them to pay for it. Okay. Next step. Three options. This is three options to close right here. Number one, you can build more value and hang in there and explain why you're worth paying the five grand. You can talk about your backend processes, your workers comp, your insurance. You can talk about all the different things that you put in place to create that price, to make sure they get a great experience. You can hang in there. So let me give you an example. I'm going to talk to you, Sean, as my customer. Tell me the price is too high. Price is too high. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I got to think about it. Just say you got to think about it. Yeah, I got to think about it. 
Awesome, man. Hey, you know, I, I, I completely understand. Can I ask you a question? You know, normally when my customers tell me that, it usually has to do with the fact that we're a little higher than our competitors. Can I ask, did you have a budget in mind for the project, Sean? Six grand. Six grand. Okay. Awesome, man. Well, here's the reason why our price is seven. And I, I don't know if anyone's kind of explained how their business works, but let me tell you about ours. Do you mind? Yeah, please. Yeah. So there's a couple of things we have in place. Number one, you know, all our guys are W2. And what we do is we make sure they have workers comp, make sure we have general liability insurance. We invest in ongoing training to make sure they're cordial at your house. And one thing that's a little bit different about us, and I don't know what everyone else does. I'm just letting you know. So you know how much we invest in a great experience. Everyone gets background checks. So the people that are coming to your house have been vetted. They're really actually close to family to me now. They've been working for me for so long. So in order to keep great guys in our company, Sean, we've got to pay them really well. These are family men. These guys have families to take care of. And, you know, it might be a little bit weird for me to tell you this, but I know who I'm competing with. And I hate for someone who's not operating at the same standards as us to skew your idea of what you think this project could cost. Because I, I, I truly believe I'm pricing it fairly. You know, how does that sound? That's really, uh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So with that being said, would you allow me to earn your business? Okay. Sure would. So you could right there. So you guys see that that's option number one. You could build more value. Option number two, we can lower our price. Sean, tell me that the price is that you're getting more quotes. I'm getting more quotes. I want a few more people to come out. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, I completely understand. Can I ask you a question? You know, normally whenever my customers say that, usually has to do with uh, the fact that our price is a little bit higher than our competition. Hey, hey, can you just tell me you know, real quick? Did you have a budget in mind for the project? About, about $4,500. $4,500. And we're at seven. I'll be honest, you know, we're a little bit far away. And I normally don't do this, you know, but I really want this job. You know, you told me, you know, your dog, you know, is so cute. And, you know, I know you want us to do it with great paint. And I know by now I've done a real good job of showcasing that we're the right company for you. And who wants to sit in front of more painting contractors and go through this estimate process again? Tell you what, I don't do this, but I'll do it for 5500 if you allow me to earn your business today. Let's do it. Let's do it. You understand? So we know that at that price margin, guys, what are we at? 40%, something around there. We know our number. So we can get there and be confident doing it and be happy when we leave because, hey, 40%, not bad. We're good. Let's get to the next job. We'll get 50. Last number three, guys, okay? All right, right here. Build more value, okay? I do want you guys to know this, okay? You can ask this question. Have you ever hired a painter before? This is a really powerful question because chances are they haven't. Okay, a professional painter, that's the key. Okay, this is option number one. I gave you an example, Sean, of us talking about the back end, about things that we do legally and things that make us more valuable. But let's talk about another approach for option number one of building value. Hey, after, you, after I say, hey, what's the budget? You tell me five grand. I say, hey, listen, have you ever hired a professional painter before? And if the answer is yes, what was that experience like? And if it was a bad experience, you ask, what went wrong? Let them tell you what they hated about the last experience. And then you come in and say, what you do differently. They didn't show up on time. They didn't wear booties on their, on their feet. These are two things that we take major pride in. Number one, we have a clock in app that our guys use to make sure they're on time and we can monitor that. Number two, that's one of our checklists to make sure all the painters have booties on their feet before they step into the home. Like, so they'll tell you if you ask them what their experience was like, that's giving them the idea of the price that you're being compared to. Okay. Next, good experience. Some people have had good experiences. There's good painting companies out there. What did you like about it? Oh, well, they were on time and, you know, this, that. Great. So are we. And not only are we on time, we bring you coffee in the morning. 
you know, just, just donuts. All right. So donuts. Yeah. All right. So if no, no problem. I can completely understand. Allow me to go into some more detail about what you can expect from us. Okay. So really guys, we want them to know what a professional experience is like if they've never hired a professional painting company before, cause they can't see the value. Hey, just so you know, we bring three industrial sprayers to come over here and spray your softening fascia to make sure it looks like it came from the factory. You don't want anyone putting a brush or a roller on that thing. You know, we have HVLP sprayers to take care of that. And we have guys that are highly trained to make sure that there's no overspray on your roof. How does that sound? Right? Yeah, it value. sounds good. You guys, you guys gonna pay more for me or what? All right, oh, discount HVLPs your price. He's on don't the fascia, that. man. You just took it on to a whole fascia, different level. Man. <laughs> you really did with okay. that, bro. HBL. We have a lot of aluminum. That's it, man. <laughs> All right. So right here, again, discounting your price. We talked about this. Okay. I really want to earn your business. If I lower my price to this, will you allow me to earn your business? Okay. We talked about that. We talked about the middle line price. Almost done, guys. Number three is the last slide here. Value proposition. Okay. If we don't want to build more value in terms of getting them to hear more about our business, if we don't want to lower our price, we can actually use what's called a value proposition, okay? So if you guys notice walking up that their driveway needed a pressure wash, lock that in. If you notice that the roof needs a pressure wash, lock that in. If you're inside the house and you know that they need wallpaper removed, lock that in, okay? What you're trying to do is you're trying to find things that you know need to be done and you're gonna offer them for free when you give your quote in, in return for their business. Do you guys understand that concept? Uh-huh. You good? Okay, yeah. so Sean... Tell me, tell me my price. Tell me you're shopping around. You're getting more quotes. I got to get more quotes, you know, to make sure we're hitting awesome. the budget. Yeah, I understand. Let me ask you a question, Sean, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> the reason people tell me that normally is because I'm usually a little bit higher than everyone else when it comes to price. Can I ask you, did you have a budget in mind for the project? Yeah, about $5,200. $5,200. Understood, man. And real quick, you know, I completely understand that, you know, you had that price in mind and I really want to earn your business. And you know, one thing I did notice when I walked up today is that your roof could really need a clean, really use a soft wash. And one thing that I'd be willing to do as a way to kind of make you feel like you're getting as much value out of this interaction as I am is I'll work that in for free for you. If you allow me to earn your business today, how does that sound? It sounds gangster. <laughs> it's perception because they're thinking, how hard is it going to be for me to get that done? They know it needed to be done. And you're providing such an easy solution to take care of that big check that they didn't even think that they were going to get taken care of. And you're not even charging them for it. But instead of giving away money and lowering your margin to like 30%, you will be giving away money to your subcontractor, but you can probably negotiate a good deal and still be at about 40 some percent on the job. Okay. Perception. You guys understand that concept? Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, last. Hey, hey, thanks so much for checking out the Contractor Secrets podcast. Stick around. I am going to drop in a short testimonial uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in Drip Jobs uh, had agreed to give out for us. So if you want to hear a little bit about how Drip Jobs is helping contractors, stick around uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. All right. Um, hey, I'm here with uh, Michael Perry of Outside the Box um, Contracting in Florida. And I just want to start off by asking you a few questions about really about what your experience is with drip jobs. My first question is, how do you like the system overall? You know, first, I want to know what were you using before? And second, what has drip jobs done for you in your business? Well, before I was really using nothing because the business is very new. 
And uh, so right off the bat, I did need something that was going to be able to, uh, you know, manage my customers, handle the customers, be able to handle proposals and the invoicing part of it. So I came across uh, Drip Drops on your, um, on your podcast. I heard about it on podcast. And uh, so I looked into it. You and I did a uh, little demo. And right off the bat, I knew it was going to be something that I'd be able to utilize and uh, put to work. So um, almost immediately uh, from the very first time, um, it's been working since day one. And I especially love uh, the automations are great. Uh, the fact that it's working behind the scenes, even when I'm not paying attention to it, is the better part. Um, your integration with Angie Leads is, is huge because those leads come in and immediately they're getting uh, contacted. It just, it just shows that um, it makes it appear as if, even if I'm not paying attention, as if I'm paying attention to this customer and they have my yeah. full attention. So they get an email instantly from me saying, hey, thank you for contacting outside the box. And just this, that part alone is enough because uh, all the feedback I've had from all my customers so far is that they are, they love the communication. That's the best part. That's, that's what's attracted them the most to me is, is that I'm communicating with them, the constant emails, the follow-ups, um, and just how the proposals, the invoices are put together. The system is very easy to use. Um, and it's just been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, now you used Angie leads before having drip jobs. So before you would, add, for a little bit, I think there was a time period where you did. So before, you know, that lead would come in, you'd have to hurry up and call them right away. Right. Wasn't right. that kind of what you were doing? Right. So the lead would come yeah. in and the gun to, to, stop, to stop what I'm doing, make sure I call them within a certain period of time, um, especially with their rules that they have as far as you yeah. know, credits and stuff like that. But um, when the leads come through Angie and drip jobs is able to grab it and send them an email, yeah. right. It gives me, it buys me time to, you know, follow up, review their request, and then get back to them, you know, in a, in a, in a timely fashion. But right. um, at the con, the point of contact, I'm usually the first one in. So, which is, which is huge. Um, but they appreciate that a lot. Love that, man. Love that. So a lot of our pushback that we get as a software, some people in your position, which you're starting out, not a massive company. They think that drip jobs is too big for them, right? They look at it and they say, well, I'm not doing a ton of work. Like, I don't really need this. You know, what would you say to those? Because I know in the beginning, you kind of thought the same thing. Maybe it was like one of those things. And I think you had canceled and then I rallied you back in. And now you're now you're now you're a fan. So what was that shift for you? And what would you say to anyone that that thinks thinks that? Yes. Initially, when I thought I was just starting out, I'm like, I can't, you know, I need to be able to you know, to pay the monthly fee, I need to have a lot of work coming in. But uh, ultimately, once I did come back around and I looked at it and started putting it to work for me, I realized that I can't even exist without it. Because if I didn't, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'd be doing if I didn't have it, because just it just makes it so much so easy yeah. uh, to use uh, everything from the, the initial the initial point of contact through the scheduling, the estimates and the appointments and the communication that way. And, um, you know, writing the proposals and sending them out, invoicing, all of it has made, yeah. made the job very easy. And then I got, I got very busy. So right. having that along the way has really helped. Uh, helped the, uh, we we kind of pitch it as your 24-7 your office admin in your pocket, yeah. right? I mean, it's kind of working <laughs> for you while you're out and it's doing things that you wouldn't normally have to do yourself. Right. That's the best. Yeah, man. So in terms of, um, in terms of 
customer service and support set up. You know, we make it a point to try to be there for you if you need anything. Have you found that we, we've been successful at that as a company? Yeah, it's always, you've always gotten back almost immediately sometimes, even late at night, uh, which is surprising. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know you all have lives, but um, yeah, even late at night, if I'm in the middle of have a problem on a proposal and you jump right back on there and, and help me out. Yeah. It's great. You know, what's interesting is me as a contractor, sometimes I know what that's like, you know, uh, just from my experience, other software, I'm in the middle of a proposal. I need to get this thing out, you know, so we just know how important it is, you know, and we're committed to that. Um, what do you think of some of the updates? I know that I sent out an email, you know, what do you think of some of the updates in terms of the new ways, the, the new way the proposal looks and how, how we've adjusted the way your customers perceive you through drip jobs, you know, the way that they see your proposals. What do you think about some of the updates? The update's been great. The, the most recent proposal update is fantastic. I looked at it uh, just uh, in the past couple of days because I've had a few go out and uh, it looks, it looks clean. It's professional. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it, it looks really good and, and makes me look really good, um, you know, to the customer. So it's awesome. Now your customers, um, in terms of them responding to the drips, now some people think that, you know, it's way too much communication. Sometimes do you feel as though the communication is just right? And if so, do you feel like your customers think of it as, as a good thing? Would you say that they're responding to some of the communication in a positive light? I'd say it depends on the customer. So um, I, I look at their um, activity, I can, you know, with the email communication. So I yep. see I have, if I have cold leads that are sitting there that I haven't gotten yep. back, to, I'll take a look at their uh, interaction with the site. And if right. they've gone three or four drips and they've had zero views on it, right. then that customer, I don't think that customer is going to come back. But right. if, they have a, if, if I see that they've viewed one of the emails, you know, and a couple of days have gone by, I'll let it sit there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to eliminate the lead. Um, but those, I, I have a feel for certain leads that are, that I know are not going to go anywhere. It's just yeah. some of the conversations I've had, just what they were yep. looking for. Um, sometimes they go on Angie and they hit the button and not realizing that someone's actually going to call them back, yeah. you know, they're looking for pricing or whatever. Um, but I've been able to, I've been able to manage. Um, are you there? Yep. Sorry. Uh, I've been able to manage um, the, uh, the leads through there, um, you know, more easily, um, by doing Love that. It. So. Love it. It's great. Last question for you. One of our favorite features and probably like the fan favorite is the booking URL. And that allows for people to call you. You can just send them that link. Have you been utilizing that? And has it saved you from having to manually input information? Uh, I have not yet had to manually. The only time I've manually inputted information is on a lead that's come to me, like not through Angie, because Angie okay. is able to, you know, it's already in there. When Angie goes through Angie, yeah. it, it, it's already integrated. Um, so I've I only had a few times where I've had to enter it myself because uh, most of my leads are coming to there. Recently, though, I've started uh, boosting posts on Facebook and I'm getting a lot more traction through there. Love um, so those um, those uh, those leads I've had to go through and enter myself. I'd have to look, I'm not sure about the URL for the Try contact. It. So it's great when people call you, all you have to do is click the button at the, we actually put it at the bottom of the mobile Which app. It on? What's that? Which screen is it on that to see it? It's on the, it's on the mobile app. It's actually oh, it on is. the mobile app at the bottom. It says new request. It's kind of subtle. We just slipped it in there. And if you click that, all you got to do is punch in the phone number. So again, if someone calls you and you know, you're driving and these, maybe this is somebody that just found your name on Google or a referral from a customer. All right. you got to do is click that button, punch in their phone number, and it sends them a link 
to fill out your booking form. So oh, it saves you the time. Yeah, try that out. It's a really awesome feature. Awesome. Dude, well, thank you, Michael, man, for your time today. Uh, we're, we're extremely grateful for you uh, taking time out of your day to just give us some, some great feedback and gloat about us. Um, you yeah. know, again, we're going to keep striving, man. So thanks so much. Oh, Church has been great. Awesome.